is the number one commodity in the world that you can't get back once it's gone. Time. So I will keep this brief. I'm Muthita Panmuk, a time efficiency expert and a business operations strategist, who is as known as the Time Queen. Welcome to my Get Unstuck Radio. Running a business can be very overwhelming at times, especially in the first few years when you are required to wear the hats and do other things. You started your company because you had a vision that almost every business owner has when they begin. You wanted freedom, true freedom. So you are in the right place to help you build and grow your business that support your lifestyle. Not the other way around. Without further ado, let's get unstuck. Hi, get unstuck, Nathan. So today we have a guest. His name is Josh Fernandez from Digimar, and yeah, his agency is doing something that one place service or in one place service. So let's see how it goes and how it his entrepreneurial journey that he got unstuck and become who he is today. Thank you so much, Josh, for joining the Unstuck Radio today. Thank you for having me. So, before we start into your entrepreneur journey, mm-hmm. I would like to ask you that: who you were when you were younger? Who I was when I was younger? Um, like we're talking before I was a teenager when I was a kid. Yeah, what can you remember? Your oh, yeah. Uh, I think I was like every normal child growing up. Um, I was playful. I loved adventure. That's one thing that I loved. I loved going around and um, climbing trees and jumping off them, climbing off walls, climbing on walls, jumping off them. I used to climb on up anything and anything I could find and then jump for some reason. <laughs> and then I just liked discovering new things and um, it was always. I loved that. I loved that. I loved that journey. And I loved friends. I loved making new friends and hanging out with people and playing with new people. So that's that's how my childhood was like. And what makes you become an entrepreneur then? I think that started in school. So basically, in school, um, what I would do was basically um, I would sell there were these things called cheese balls, right? Yeah. Um, so so my mom at the time um, was working in the un so you have an off-license shop or duty shop and they used to bring them in from dubai mm-hmm. so you couldn't get them anywhere else so i used to take them to school with me for a snack now people loved like you know i used to i always used to share right i always believed in sharing people so some guys ate it they're like this is amazing so he didn't want me to share anymore. He wanted to buy it off me. I'll buy it off you. I'm like, man, then I'll have nothing to eat. It's that, don't worry, I'll buy I'll buy it for good money. Come on, come on. I'll buy it for like $2. That time it was 89 cents. I didn't know it was 89 cents. But $2, I was like, I could probably buy three more packets. So I was like, all right, cool. So, so that began the journey of that. And ever since then, you know, it went around the whole high school with it. You know, I had cheese balls and stuff. And I think there was a time, this, this was crazy. This is when I knew, I, this is when I began to find out the art of supply and demand. I sold it to someone for 200. He bought it off someone else 
no, I mean, sorry, for two dollars. He bought it off someone else for five dollars, right? And then he sold it to his cousin for seven dollars. Okay. This, this is a this is a bag of chips for eighty nine cents, okay. right? And I remember when we were doing like our final year tests and exams. Um, I used to go to this tuition center, and for a dollar fifty, he made a printout workbook, right? So he printed it out and he binded it. And it was just like a study guide. And it was just like super summary of everything you need to know um, and different subjects. So maths, maths one, you have one book. Maths two, you have another book. Um, biology, you have one. Chemistry, physics, like that. So I would approach the smartest students um, in the school because they always wanted good grades and they always wanted to look good, you know, and keep up with that. So especially the ladies. So I, I would sell them that same book that I bought for a dollar fifty for for six for six dollars fifty. So I'd make five dollars on top. And this was this was a long time ago. This was like two thousand and like six, you know. So <laughs> so back then, you know, money was worth a lot more. So and especially for someone who didn't have no bills or nothing to pay. You know, I could get quite a bit of that. You know, I could get so you know, I'll I'll find that I make like probably you know, um, maybe let's just say it's like I don't know how much I made. I made under a hundred dollars for sure, and that was in the span was just one month before the final exams, right? So it was it was very interesting. It was very interesting. So I guess that's how my entrepreneurial journey started, and then I didn't like the idea of employment at all. So um, I went, I remember in Texas, I was working for, I was doing sales in Walmart, uh, Sam's Clubs, um, a lot selling nutritional drinks, selling um, direct, this thing called direct TV, which is um, um, satellite TV. And, you know, then I worked in a call center. And I remember it was after I got fired from that call center because my car had knocked. So it basically knocked, right? And this is Texas. Texas has no public transportation system. And there was no Uber around that time. So it was very hard to get to move around in Texas. So I ended up being late to work once and I wasn't able to go to work twice because I didn't have, I literally didn't have transportation. So because of that reason, they fired me. And I found myself in a situation where I needed to make rent. So I was making, I think there was an animation software that came out that made it really easy for people that were starting out to do videos for local businesses. So I really made sure that I learned how to do this thing. I was making 50 calls a day saying that, hey, I did a few sample videos. I said, hey, I can do videos for you like this, right, to promote your business. 50 phone calls a day. I was doing, I was, I was um, Facebook messaging business pages, right, back then. And eventually one called and said, hey, man, um, I like what you're doing. I like your stuff. Is there a way we can talk? And I made rent that month, right? I was able to pay bills, you know, just of selling those videos into the next month, you know, started to do work for someone else, Um so this is this is where this is where the end of the beginning is, right? So that now kicked off my entrepreneurial journey where I started doing video animation, right? Um, and 
had been and did that, I think, all the way up to actively all the way up to last year. Last year is when I think we did our last animation video and we decided to focus on the digital marketing agency fully. That happened last year, but the digital marketing agency has been there since end of 2014. How do you think it's different between doing the, um, what would you call it, um, video outsource, video automation outsource? versus the digital marketing agency? How the workflow are different? Uh, video animation with um, the digital marketing agency, I would say it's different in the sense that you're, there's, a lot more, there's a lot more different elements involved, right? Especially like when it comes to website design development, it isn't as straightforward, right? Is it is it's the language you're using, the platform you're using, the technology that you're inputting into the website, what you want it to do, how you want it to speak to your dream customer, how how you want it to function, um, the layout, the design, you know, so many different things, the amount of pages. For video animation, it's only the length, the type of video animation, because we got to a point where we're doing 14 different types of animation, right? From two types. From three types, we went to 14 types. So it's just basically the style you want, right? Who you're talking to, right? We script it out and then it's how long do you want it to be? That's it. You know, it's pretty, it's that simple, right? So I would say there's a lot more moving parts when it comes to digital um, website design development and digital marketing than there is for animation. And why you guys chose to move forward or into the agency types of thing? Um, because uh, it pays more. <laughs> it's easier, it's easier because you have um, the animation industry became very saturated. Mm. So you had um, freelancer.com, Upwork, Fiverr, these freelancers doing all kinds of animation, you know, and people could get, um, people could get things, people will go the cheaper route right and it was hard selling the value that saying that hey you know we work with you one-on-one -on -one. we have a very experienced team we bring a whole team it's not just a freelancer um working but some of them just saw it as hey you know i have a freelancer let me work with a freelancer kind of thing so because of that our profits were really reducing mm. and it was getting harder and harder to sell um in that environment so even now, um, website design development um, is almost as saturated, but they're very easy ways to stand out from the competition and make sure that you get those high value clients that you're looking for. Mm. So how your agency difference then? Oh yeah, very simple. We have, we use this thing called the ultimate traffic method um, that basically helps e-commerce brands, that's who we specialize in working with, grow and scale their stores in 90 days or less. So in that alone, um, we have we have a timeline of 90 days or less. Um, a few other agencies, I'm not saying we're the only agency in the world that does that. There are other agencies as well, but they're very few. There are few that say, hey, within this time frame period, this is the result we expect to give you, we expect to get you X results, right? Um, so that's what that's one thing that makes us stand out and our unique ultimate traffic method, ultimate traffic system is unique to us 
um, in that we have a formula for how we drive qualified traffic to someone's website and to someone's business. Mm. Can you tell me more a little bit about that? How automatic that would be like? So you have your own software to generate that or like you pull in from other sources into one, something like that? Um, ask, could you ask that again? Like, so, no, I mean, I'm very interested the way you say that automatic uh, lead generation part. Am I correct that? Can you say, can you say the formula again? Sorry, I, I forgot the name. Yeah, the ultimate traffic system. Ultimate tra traffic system, right. So I'm trying to imagine how automate the traffic coming in, in that sense, that's why. So that would be very interesting. Um, yeah. So you not only help them build the, the front end part, but you also help them generate the leads coming in automatically as well. So one stop. Exactly. This episode is sponsored by Mutita Clothing like what I'm wearing right here. So if you are a pretty sized lady who are looking for high quality apparels as well as a neat cutting and premium pattern, check it out at mutitaclothing.com so that you can be simply elegant by no time. Let's get back to the episode. Yeah, it's everything from the front end to the back end to um, the whole basically um, sales infrastructure. Mm. Right. Mm. Are you also doing the sales part? Like you have sales team on board, like for admin part as well or something like that? Closure. Oh yeah, I, I do the sales part. It's very personal. Um, if anything, you know, I have people, I have, um, once my appointment is booked, once I get appointment booking, I make sure that I, you know, follow up with them. Mm -hmm. um, I make sure that I get them on the call and ask them the questions that need to be asked. And from there, um, they're onboarded, have a project manager that then onboards them. And then from there, my hands are off. But my main, my main role, I think, is that first point of contact with them. Because when you're doing a, when you're doing a deal that's, you know, you're, you're talking about three, five thousand, ten thousand, maybe even twenty thousand dollars, right? And they're going through a salesperson you know, and not the leader of the organization, because you see some of these people, you know, their CFOs, um, their COOs, their CEOs, their directors, their MDs, their GMs, you know, and then they're like, we've made time to come and be on this call, but the person behind the business hasn't or can't, you know, so, so it's, it's very, it's very sensitive. You can't, you can't have people, you can't just have a normal sales force because you're not, you're not selling lotion. You know, <laughs> you're selling a customized solution. Oh Ooh, my gosh. Yeah. So can you tell me um, the time that you were working solo at the very start until you have a team full on board like this? How oh, yeah. yourself has been transformed from that day? So, so I have never actually worked solo. No, only the time, the time when I was um, starting. That's the only time I was working solo when I did the first, I think, three videos. From then, I have never worked solo. I think in the animation business myself, I did about three or four animations myself. By then, I was, I had already got an animator, mm -hmm. uh, had an editor, you know, 
and it grew from there. And I you know got an animator, got an editor, you know. Almost these these two businesses were almost growing simultaneously, but um the other Digimark was very silent. So the the animation is called Web in Motion TVAC. Mm -hmm. It stands for the video animation company. So Web in Motion, the video animation company. And that is when I did four four and I'll do that myself. And I did, I think, about two or three websites as well myself for clients. But actually, I've never done a website 100 percent myself, to be honest. It's either someone's doing the major setup and I finish, or I do the setup and they finish. Um, so I've always believed in hiring out. So I've worked with a lot of freelancers from around the whole world, right? Um, different parts of Asia, Africa, um, Europe, uh, Australia, North America, no. Oh, yes, not definitely the US, definitely North America. So, yeah. Have you encountered any issue with that part, delegation? Yeah, definitely. Because I didn't have um, a system of how I worked. So I would rely on the freelancer's system of how he worked to make sure that my client is getting value, which, you know, there's some things that, you know, I've been scammed before. I've lost money where I've hired uh, the wrong freelancer that's done the wrong thing and have to look for another one. So now I've lost time and money. I mean, I've, I've had these experiences. So um, I realize if you don't have a process for how you're selling and getting things across, it becomes difficult. And how do you solve that? Yeah, yeah. Um, right now, especially for Digimark, um, since it's coming into full filtration, there's so many, like I said, moving parts. Um, we're working on SOPs, standard operating procedures, to make sure we have all those in place. So when a freelancer comes in, it's just sending a link. Do this. Check. He checks all of that out. We see the amount of time that's been taken. Checks all of that out. See the amount of time it's been taken. If he has any questions, he asks them within the system. And we proceed like that. Since when you realized that you have to have SOP, or since when you decided to build SOP, even though you realized that you have to create it for a long time? Oh man, I think it was 2018 mm. that I realized that oh, I need SOPs. <laughs> At that time, how many employees do you have? Like how many team members do you have? Um, right now, I would say a team that is currently on the team, 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 I would say three. So project manager, um, head of web development and designer and soon getting a social media manager. So that would be that would be four. Right. And then because we work exactly like an advertising agency where you have a pool of talent, they call it talent, which is basically um outsourcing companies or freelancers that you can tap into to get work done so my, my head of development if he needs like a development team we have a whole place where you can get a whole development team and he guides the process mm. and leads that whole process and the project manager um the project manager actually guides and leads it and he leads the team mm. so that's how it works so mm. that's how it works and then when it comes to um social media uh, management and marketing we actually have a fulfill fulfillment agency that we work with that helps us do a lot of the stuff we do it ourselves as well 
um, but it's just easier when we have, especially when you're having high value clientele on board, it's best to have those on board as well so that the client is getting as much value and as much of it as our attention as they need. Do you have ever have the fulfillment issue? Because I know for the fact that I'm a social service provider and like I see my clients struggling with that part a lot. Like especially when they have a, a good board of sales, they usually have fulfillment issue. Um, in terms of they can't meet up with the demand? Yeah. Or maybe they close too many sales and over their capacity. Yes, yes. Um, I have had issues with fulfillment like once or twice, mm -hmm. but generally no. Um, we don't generate we, we don't generate uh, a huge amount of leads a month mm -hmm. for us to be in that situation, mm -hmm. right? You want to be able to make sure you're able to know um, what you can fulfill and what you can't. Mm -hmm. Because what will happen is that, and this is from my experience, you'll you'll end up you'll end up spending um, you you you'll end up spending um, a lot of time on you'll end up spending a lot of time on one customer and neglecting another customer. So the quality of work then begins to vary and then the attention begins to vary and they begin to feel and see that, hey, are you too busy for me? Don't you have time for me? I paid you to manage my business and you're not, you're not doing it. You're not helping. Mm, right. And in terms of you help e-commerce store, why you chose e-commerce as the niche that you work with? Um, because it's, it's dynamic, it's dynamic, it's, um, it's fun, um, it's, it's highly scalable mm -hmm. and you can really grow. Um, so, so it's, it's just, it's just better for our team. What, what is your comments? What do you promise within 90 days for, for the e-commerce, like at least standard goal that they have to achieve once working with you? That they, that they will grow and scale or grow or scale. So, um, um, so basically if that, le that level where they're growth, they're growing, um, and it, it may not even be, it may not even be, um, that growth to them means basically they now have a strong brand presence mm. right they have a great audience space that they've now um that they've now gotten engagement has significantly increased right sales have increased right so that's the growing part the scaling part is that we're getting two sales a day right how are we getting three sales a day four sales five mm. sales a day does that answer your question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just curious because like you decided to do agency, but then why you just like select the e-commerce niche? So when you explain that, it makes sense because I, I, to be very honest, I really hate to do um, inventory. But then once I came back here in Thailand because I escaped COVID from UK, but right now Thailand is on the third wave currently. Um, 
my mom told me to like, hey, we should open a clothing store. And yeah, right now I'm on e-commerce right now, but I really don't like those managing inventory and stuff because I prefer to do service-based, right? There's no cost. <laughs> so <laughs> it's very really like, yeah, it cost me a lot of headache with that. So I understand, yeah. But to be on the side of the service provider to help them scale, that's like another mindset to help them doing that. So yeah, yeah. I, I love to be on this side more than to be the owner because it's kind of headache. Yeah. yeah, that's me. So yeah. in case anyone want to work with you, like, can you tell me more about the details of your service that like you cover right now from start to finish? in that sense and where can they follow your work and reach out to you then oh yeah great question um so if anyone wants to work with us uh reach out to us um if you're an e-commerce brand or store or if you have a website in general if you generally have a website and you know, you're looking to say, hey, how do I make my website work for my business to bring in the most conversions possible? We created uh, basically an e-guide, right? With the four questions every website visitor asks and how to answer them. You answer these questions, guaranteed your conversions will increase. These four same questions, right, are uh, are answered by stores like Amazon that breaks in trillions, billions, you know, um, a week, right? Coming into their store, billions a week, right? Just by answering these four questions. So if you'd like to find out what those four questions are, then just head over to um, digimark.com slash the website conversion blueprint, right? The website conversion blueprint. You go there. Um, you, you you can easily uh, sign up and download that 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 sheet and from there it's all yours um get ready for new conversion so yeah that's that's one way that you can actually um get in touch with me you can also get in touch with me on linkedin linkedin my name is joshua maddie fernandez that's joshua m-a-d-y maddie fernandez f-e-r-n-a-n-d-e-z yeah, so the link will be in the description below, everyone. I think it's very interesting. And if you stay tuned until here, um, you already see how Josh has been through many experience. And you can see that he already the expert in this industry as an agency who can help you grow and scale your e-commerce store. Thank you so much, Josh, for joining my Get Unstuck video today. And it's a pleasure to interview you today. And yeah, let's get unstuck, everyone. Hope this episode inspire you to get unstuck wherever you are in your journey so that you can have your business that support your lifestyle get a show note at helpyougetunstuck.com today start implementing what you have learned the results of your consistent effort and improvement are worth it because you deserve the freedom to enjoy your life speak to you next time and don't forget to get unstuck